Welcome to Stirring Faith with Cherry Strange, formerly the She Yearns podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Stirring Faith aims to lead women to desire more of God in their everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. Since we last met, we have experienced a holiday that was different. My family and I live in a large metropolitan area that has been hard hit by Corona. I can only think of one other place in the country that might be worse currently. So we pulled in by necessity. It's no longer, I know a guy who knows a guy who was exposed. It's closer in relation. So we did what needed to be done. We organized prom night. Oh yes, we did. (laughs) My daughter, who was a senior this year, missed pretty much everything. We had purchased a dress for her, but she was never able to go to her special needs prom, and it was really important to her. So, And we have this one other daughter-like young lady who has spent many of her high school days and years somehow at our house. She's even in some of our family photos when we've had our pictures made, and she's in the sister chat. I'm not even in the sister chat. The girls spent the bulk of the end of last week figuring out what everybody was going to wear because the only person who actually had an official dress was Jolie, (laughs) the one who missed her prom. So nobody else had something to wear. So they had to do all that prep work that girls do. And I cooked the day away, getting everything for prom night in order. Because, you know, there were so many of us going to the prom. There were the seven girls, the twin boys, and Chad and I. That's all. It's all that we're coming. And we had a marvelous time. We even had a disco ball. Yes, we did. It was worth all the hullabaloo, let me tell you, because it was important to my teenagers that we have this event. And we have a literal house full of teenagers. Parenting this small herd is not for the faint of heart. And we sleep very little. We have zero hobbies at this point or me time. That We lost that a long time ago. Getting our hands dirty like this being involved in their lives is worth it. Part of the journey in 2020 involves technology. After the event, they all wanted the pictures that I took sent to them on their phones. Oh, of course they did. I wanted the pictures on my phone as well. We live in this technological world. But as a parent, we need to be very savvy about what's accessible in that world. And it's not a once and done type endeavor. The sky is the limit for badness to emerge readily available for the kids that are entrusted to us, whether it's a, a parent situation or a grandparent situation, or if we're just entrusted to kids for a certain season of life. And they are going to know how to navigate it better and faster than you and me. That's why I at least try to stay up with what apps are scaring the living daylights out of the general public. If these people put the brakes on, you and I need to make sure we know exactly what's out there so we can help aim our children toward godliness even and absolutely on their devices so that we will be able to help them, as 2 Timothy 22 says, be able to flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. What I want to do today is talk about the five most dangerous apps of 2020. For your reference, I have previously brought this topic 
before you, but most of the apps I'm bringing today, with one exception, are new to me, which should remind us just how quickly technology emerges and changes. At the top of the list is possibly the most popular one, TikTok. This app is wildly popular to the tune of about 500 million users because it's super fun and shareable. And if it wasn't dangerous, I would love to use it. You make clever, creative videos and you send them out. And this is not the problem. It's for ages 13 and up, but there's no TikTok police. Anyone can download it and lie about their age. It also contains inappropriate language, etc. It's definitely not rated G, although it should be because it would be tons of fun. Uh, last year, I brought this app to your attention because of the messaging capabilities. You can talk to any of the users with this app and they can talk back to you. So you can understand how that might create a problem if there's no TikTok police policing who is talking to whom and if they really are who they say they are. It can really cause a problem. But one new development is that this app may be compromising your personal information. You might be aware of that, but the other reasons are enough to not be using this app, but you might want to seriously consider getting this app off of your phone. The dangerous app number two is called Kick Messenger, K-I-K Messenger. It shows up on multiple lists if you're looking at things that are a little bit scary. I have included it here because it's strictly a messaging app Originally, it was created to make messaging a little bit more engaging. Sort of like Twitter was just, you know, words at first, and now it's pictures and things. This is the same kind of deal. You can do it with photos and even some drawn pictures in the mix. But there's little security. There's little verification. So you can see how this one could be dangerous also. People pose as being someone or something that they're not. So... They could talk a child into sending photos or doing something that's inappropriate. Also, something that's very alarming is that the information that is sent is not trackable. So, let's say a bad guy is asking for information from your child and sending information to your child. And it's so bad that the police have to get involved or you're very concerned about this and you need to track this bad dude down. You cannot because none of it's trackable. It just disappears. It's not there and they can't do anything. So don't use it. It's dangerous. Kit Messenger. Don't use it. Dangerous app number three is called ask.fm. This can be found on multiple lists as well as dangerous. And this app has been linked to a confirmed suicide in Florida. And on the surface, it doesn't really sound that scary. Basically, the user of the app is given the opportunity to ask questions, and people answer them. They can ask them as themselves. They'll have a username, and they can ask them as themselves, or they can ask the questions anonymously. That's pretty free. That's really too free of an environment. And what happens is people tend to use this forum for inappropriate or vulgar content or even offensive comments. This has led to the bullying and bad behavior, and there's just no boundaries. And with the anonymity, the cyberbullying can be out of control. And this is what we saw happening that led to the suicide. The things that are recorded that were said to her on this app are just out of control. Nothing good can come from this. Don't use this app or apps like it. Dangerous app number four is 
called Duck Duck Go. Just like the word duck. And it's an app that's used for keeping stuff hidden under the guise of user privacy. It allows the user to block companies from selling their information. So it sounds like it's really good. That's something you would really want to have. But it also blocks any tracking of cookies and of your internet browsing history. So it allows the user to basically go anywhere they want to on the internet and look at anything they want to without the burden of it showing up in their history. They don't have to worry that someone is going to be able to find out what their viewing habits are. That's dangerous. This entire category of privacy apps is scary. So what I suggest since we have limited time here is that you search this one, DuckDuckGo, in iTunes and then see what other similar apps pop up because there'll be a list of them. That will give you a broader idea of exactly what to be on the lookout for. I mean, if you have someone who's bent on trying to keep something private, that's a hard issue. But you also want to make sure that you are not enabling bad habits that lead to heart issues and and allow them to stay in that place that you have these conversations you can help them work through because it's maybe something their friends are doing duck duck go the fifth dangerous app is something that's in a new category in the past i brought you apps from various categories and that's how i've organized them for instance there are apps that are strictly for messaging like whatsapp or apps for hooking up through chat rooms or video like Tinder or messaging and video capabilities in apps like Instagram or secrecy apps like the one we just talked about and also one called Calculator which is an app that covers a hidden vault of anything that you want to keep hidden and a new category I have not shared has blossomed and bloomed this year and has to do with what's called augmented reality or role-playing apps. Personally, we have had to deal with this one in our domain. One app worth mentioning is called Holo, H-O-L-O, which allows users to utilize this augmented reality technology to include, and I'm quoting, a selection of animals, popular characters, and celebrities in their photos or short videos. Then the user can share what they create through social media and their photos or any other content that they create. And it's not filtered. So when you think about it, so they're able to take what's on the app and then take what's in their photos and their videos and and put it together and send it out in this altered reality. What could go wrong? Our situation was not with this app in particular. It was more of a role-playing app. Some of these apps can be taken pretty far in terms of relationship and questionable situations. I'm not really wanting my tweens navigating these kind of things on their phones with other tweens and teens without our involvement. Plus, they can become very engrossed in the story and what's happening in that world. So we talked about this and then we ended up pulling accessibility to the app that was in question. What should you do if you see some red flags? Well, number one, check it out. In fact, check out all the apps on your child's phone on a regular basis. 
if you need some kind of system for that, they're available. We get notified anytime there's an attempt to download something that doesn't have our prior approval. So you want to have something like that in place. Secondly, you want to talk with the child. Talk about your concerns. Listen to them about why they're interested in this kind of app or this particular app. It could have just been a suggestion from someone. They may not have a clue why they wanted it. It may be very innocent, but you want to help them understand why this one may not be the best option if you've done your homework. Discuss any discrepancies that you find as you look through their browser history. Again, communication is key. Be sure to set boundaries. We have a contract that's set up with our phone users and they came up with the boundaries with us. So that's something that you might want to think about. And then you want to help them know that you love them, that you care about them, and that monitoring this aspect of life is really loving them with the best interest. There's a lot of badness out there and these are safety issues. And you really want to convey it's not a control issue by any means. It is a safety issue. And uh, that's, that's really the bottom line in working through all of these apps. As always, um, I'm so glad that you're here. This is really an important issue and something that you and I need to stay on top of if we have any connection on these levels with teenagers. So just so you know, this Friday, a new plan from YouVersion is going to release called She Prays Prayer for Battling Fear. And we'll be gathering a group together to do that plan together. I usually make those announcements through the newsletter that goes out to subscribers. So And sign up for that if you want to have those announcements. Hope you will join us in that or find the plan on the app and do it with a group of your own friends. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to scroll down, rate the podcast so others can find it. Be sure to share it where you can so that we will be found. I would really appreciate it. And I look forward to being with you again soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Stirring Faith Podcast. We plan to release a new episode once a week. I would invite you to become a subscriber because it makes it so much easier to make sure you get it. Please remember, rate, review, and share the podcast. You're the one that makes the impact. And you never understand the difference your suggestion could make in the life of another person just by recommending and sharing the resource. So please pass along what you find here. Don't keep it to yourself. It's so easy to do. Post it from Spotify. It's so easy. Or put it in your stories. I would personally be grateful. And remember, there's more truth-saturated, gospel-centered, spiritually insightful resources at your fingertips. Just go to www.sheyearns.com where you're going to find reading plans, videos, articles, and other resources, more than there's ever been before, to help stir more desire for God into your everyday life. I'm Sherry Strange. It is always a pleasure to meet you here.